So welcome to the first episode of The Purple Pod. This is Pods Emerson's official org podcast. This is episode one. The theme is going to be movies. So let's talk about movies. <laughs> yeah. Who wants the mic? Who here's a film major? <laughs> so yeah, none of us are film majors, we That's should say. A good place to start. Yeah. Talk <laughs> about no credibility. Absolutely. Okay. The reason you should trust us is because we're not filming. Well, the original question I was going to pose, the original question I was going to pose was what makes a good movie. So does anyone have any thoughts about that? It depends. It it, it depends on what the movie's attempting to do. If it's just trying to be funny, then it has to have good writing and good jokes and punchlines. And as well as like people who can actually act funny. But if it's trying to be inspirational, like, you have a different set of, like, goals that you're trying to accomplish. Or such as, if, like, if you're creating, creating a superhero movie, you have, you have to, there's a lot of things that go into it. But, like, if, at the same time, if it's just, like, a really shallow genre, like, comedy. No offense to, like, anybody who likes comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no offense. Then, like, there's not much thought that you have to put into it. So, it's a really broad question because there's, <laughs> there's just a lot. <laughs> Superhero movies specifically, I feel like there's such a formula that they're like you can make a superhero movie really easily. But my question is, how do you make a good superhero movie? Because we were talking about this before. Um, little Easter egg for the listener. We were we were talking about this before we started recording. Anyway, like what makes a good superhero movie? It's the villain. It's all no, the villain. Because. If you don't have, like, a good villain with good intentions or, like, there is, like, an actual, like, reasoning behind the villain's actions, if if that's not there, then there's no point in the superhero movie, you know? And that's why, like, people really praise, like, Endgame because the villain, like, their reasoning makes sense, you know what I mean? Same with Black Panther, like the recent one. Like, Kill, not, sorry, not the recent one, the first one. Killmonger is a great villain. You understand where he's coming from. Like, his background makes sense. He's well fleshed out. That's what makes a good superhero movie, in my opinion. Yeah, and on that note of the villains, the villains are a foil for understanding the hero. I mean, when you talk about Batman, Batman's well and good, but it's the villains that make Batman interesting. You ever seen Lego Batman? <laughs> <laughs> that movie really addresses this issue. <laughs> and I'm not lying. You all should watch Lego Batman. Not just not just you three in the room, uh, but everyone listening to this universal audience that I have now in my hand. Watch Lego Batman multiple times. It's on HBO Max or other streaming platforms if you have a premium subscription. I'm secretly Lego Batman in disguise and I'm advertising this movie. Anyway, that's all I had to say about it. This is not about Lego Batman, but this is like a recommendation that I have that like it's like a movie that holds a special place in my heart. The first SpongeBob movie? Oh my god. It is so good. I don't know what it is about it. It's just like the whole pl- like it's so emotional. It's so funny. Like it's just like it's just well done. Like like I mean the anime Animation's, like, subpar, like, something great, but, like, it also, like, has different elements to the animation itself, like, because, like, spoiler, but not spoiler, like, they're, like, out of the water for a moment, and, like, I don't know, it's just, and, like, what's his name, David Hasselhoff, isn't it? When they have the real-life 
Yeah, in the real life sequence. <laughs> it's so funny. But I don't know. I just wanted to rave about the SpongeBob movie for a moment because I, I love rewatching that movie. Like, what are some movies that this like kind of hold a special place in your heart? Easy. Number one, The Princess Bride. Uh, number two, Prince of Egypt. Number three. I don't have a number three. It's just The Princess Bride. There are three movies that are the best movies in the entire world. One. The Scooby-Doo Love Action, the first one. Two, the second Scooby-Doo Love Action. And then three is the Muppet movie, the original one, um, that me and Gable went and saw as a sing-along last year. And it was fantastic. And Gable had never seen the movie before. And it was just a great experience. And I was singing The Rainbow Connection. And so was everyone else in the theater. And it was beautiful. And so I think they should do it again. Yeah, that was a surreal experience. Because when I went there... Like, Aubrey was like, oh, we're going to see a Muppet movie sing-along. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, let's go see a sing-along. But there's probably going to be, like, tons of kids there, right? And then we got there, and it was all adults. Most of them looked like they were on dates, which I'm really happy for them if that's the case. But, like, I didn't expect anyone to sing. And then the lights go off, and the, <laughs> the movie starts. The light comes on the screen. And suddenly a chorus of voices behind me. <laughs> It was wild. Um, I just want to add that I knew there were going to be no kids there and that it was going to be all adults. Yeah, now that I've seen the movie, I understand why it appeals more to adults than children now. <laughs> like, It's one of the, it's the sort of surreal nonsense that can only really be funny if you're an adult who knows how the world works. But anyway, I think my favorite movie is How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> I love it. I love it from an animation standpoint. It's fantastic. And from a visual standpoint, the soundtrack, I listen to it all the time. And just good writing. I, this summer, saw um, a concert in which they played How to Train Your Dragon, the theme. That's cool. That is all. It was outdoors. It's really cool. <laughs> I just wanted to make a comment about, like, surreal nonsense that only adults can really understand and I'm just going to continue to advocate for the Spongebob movie because (laughs) that is the case for the Spongebob movie. It does appeal to children because I mean Spongebob I feel like in character design and like in writing appeals to children Um, but at the same time the humor and like the plot line itself and like some of the actual like underlying messages of the movie like totally appeals to adults so you should watch it it is i don't know i don't know why i'm so obsessed it's just so good i'm gonna add on to that uh to talk about the lego batman movie (laughs) for the millionth time um it's the same way actually it's a very very fun moment but yeah no i agree like the jokes that are made are very much geared towards an adult audience my parents enjoy that movie which is something that is very rare. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Watch the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, and SpongeBob. All of them. Watch them. Love them. It's also homoerotic, which makes it even more fun and is more enjoyable for adults. <laughs> anyway. So after that very important note, yeah, that's all of our thoughts <laughs> about it's movies. Homoerotic. What? Homoeroticism. I feel like the Muppets too. The Muppets too.
maybe that's what makes movies. Okay. <laughs> Final note: What makes a movie good? Homoeroticism. Top Gun. Top Gun was very homoerotic. Did you see that volleyball scene? People love that movie. People there you go. There you go. That's our final note. <laughs> what else is there to say? Um, 